Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson and back together in the same room, post-COVID, Sam's first go at it, Dane's had it 17 times. It's hot day with Swanee and friends. Three. What? Three. Three. Dane's one, Samantha Richards, hello. Hello. Now, you've you got to get your mic closer. Oh, this is me giving microphone technique. Yeah, I know. Nice to be here, by the way. Mm. Yeah, look. How are you feeling? Me, it took me a bit to get here. Um, better, yeah. You genuinely, if you've had it three times, I say if, I, I believe you, um, are my hero because I was expecting, I think the part that made it worse is everyone's like, oh, it's just another cold. So when I was like, oh, yeah, I've got COVID, that's fine. Like, fuck, let's just lock down, seven-day holiday at home. First two days smacked me. I think it was worse because I've got a baby that's breastfeeding. How's your partner? Did he? He ended up copying it. Uh, did he pull his weight when you were on your deathbed? No. No, he didn't. But he had okay. a business to run. Um, he did his best. He was in the office, mm. and I was dying on the nursery floor while Noel was seemingly he'd found a new skill, and that was bashing everything together. So lots of loud noise. But then Noel ended up in hospital, which wasn't great. And um, Stephen followed him the day after. So it fucked us as a family. It's not fun. We're better now. Lovely. Not fun mm. at all. No. Anyway, we're, more importantly, we've found a, a new way of getting promotion in the Swan family. We ha- have? What? <laughs> oh, God. So you, you've got a babysitter? I've got a babysitter today, yeah. It's her first time. First time? Yeah. Who's your babysitter date? Uh, Laura, she's a lovely, lovely lady. Where'd you meet her? Uh, she, was <coughs> she was our cleaner and then um, now she's our babysitter. Um, <laughs> love, she's awesome with tape. Oh. Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the next? It's a progression. What's the next step up from babysitting? Well, we like to hire from. Careful. We like to hire internally <laughs> from within. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, she's great. She'd done some work before, and obviously was familiar with with us, and probably more importantly, the dog. Well, right. Yeah. See, our dog's an asshole. <laughs> right. Um, like he's fifteen. Like he's he's grumpy and barks everyone, and may yap it, maybe sneak a bite if you go to pat him. So. Um, he's an asshole, and obviously Laura um, was familiar with him, and um, and yeah, and she'd done it before. So now looks after Tate when when we need a break. So um, she's done a great job. She's um, yeah, so she's awesome. So you know what I'm thinking? Using it tonight, actually. That the um, the tradesman who spent three quarters of an hour having a, a dump, let it, letting one off the hook. He, he missed an opportunity. Yeah. Well, he he had a chance, but um. But that sort of sealed his fate, unfortunately. Can I can I raise something which is slightly controversial, but it's probably appropriate for this oh, podcast. Oh well, we'll go there. Um, with the whole like gender bias thing and and you know equal rights for women and men within the workplace, I, I believe the best person for the job should get the job. However, I will be honest in that I do have some reservations about a male babysitter. Am I wrong in feeling that way? Um, I apologise to the men out there that I've now offended. Cause uh, are there many? I'm not. Sure. I, I'm not I've never looked well, on a forum the, or a babysitter website. I'm sure there. I don't even know if there are babysitter websites, but 
Um, I, I can't imagine there there, can't imagine there'd be a lot. No, I don't think there would be either. But what we want equality within the workplace, right? Well, hire, hire a male then. Well, I have no. It makes me nervous. So how does it make you feel as a male? Well, me oh, listen. I will hold. Fucking pray to God no one would hire me as a babysitter. <laughs> I didn't even get paid to babysit my own kid. And, and you're on. a doubter about God too. Pardon? You've got some doubts about God. Well, I do. But I do. you would still pray to him rather than yeah. <laughs> hire you. Yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. We can, we can get into that conversation <laughs> if we want. But um. Yeah, because at Crash, where he goes to Crash at my gym, there's a, a male carer there. And that doesn't seem to bother I'm sure me. He, I'm sure he does a lovely all. job. I and he does a great job with him. But the th- I don't know. The thought of a male babysitter coming into my home makes me feel a bit weird. Am I? Are you, are you human? Am I going to cop backlash for this? Probably. But uh, it's your decision. It's your how life. How does it make you feel? Having well, a male babysitter. You've got older children now, though. Well, see, this is where my I'll let my cousin babysit. Yeah. Who's a male? A male. Yeah, yeah. If you, but not someone you didn't know. Well, oh, I don't know. Maybe if. Mary Poppins' husband popped up, or you know, some fucking who knows. But I'll probably <laughs> what Mary Poppins' <laughs> husband, or the equivalent of Mary Poppins. I don't know if she's married. I, oh, I, okay. I regularly enjoy how your brain works. Where did Mary Poppins just? Sort she's of a great babysitter. She is a great babysitter. <laughs> and so the, I was trying to think of the equivalent. So maybe her husband was very good. But he was a chimney sweep, wasn't he? No, well, that wasn't her husband. <laughs> Bert, is yeah, it Bert? Bert. Yeah, but I don't think they were married, but. They're having yeah, a bit of a thing. That's I think. what I mean. So I'm not sure Bert was a great babysitter, but well, the equivalent of having it off on the side while they, while they should be babysitting. Yeah, the be equivalent, the equivalent of Mary right. Poppins, Marty Poppins. <laughs> if he popped up, um, he'd be fantastic. <laughs> but no, probably not. No. Yeah, but, but this gets to my self-diagnosed Aspergers. Whenever I hear about you know lack of equality in the workplace, I don't see much lack of equality, but if, exactly in your case, if you have to have, how much time off do you need as when you when you give birth? Yeah, a lot, a fair bit. Well, that's going to mathematically make it harder for women to do their job and progress in careers and so forth. So there's right. a natural mathematical imbalance, mm. which doesn't necessarily mean there's sexism. There's actually just... Mm. And you become committed to your baby. Mm. You know, so that makes it harder. Mm. So then when it comes to... Deciding on babysitters, you can have all types of biases you like and you're welcome to it because you're the mother and you're the one deciding okay. who you want to employ. I just felt like a horrible human and I know that this forum here is a safe place to bring up, mm. you know. But you're going to be... Uh, would I'm hoping... I'm hoping... Because my... Um, is... Um, my babysitter is Columbia, so I'm hoping um, she actually teaches Tate's a Mexican. <laughs> you, beat, you beat me. <laughs> So, um, so I think that'd be great. Um, if, if, if she could teach him some Colombian, that'd be, I mean, some, um, some, some Mexican. Mexican, that'd be fantastic. That'd be nice of it. Yeah, one. yeah, exactly. Mexican lessons and baby. would be great. Yep. Um, so, um, how's the week been, Dane? It's been a quiet one. You know, week's been good. Footy's back. Um, footy's back. is your footy back? I, I did play on the weekend. Um, oh, how'd you go? I was just a practice match. I just ticked along. So here we go. <laughs> you, 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 this is your words, not mine, mm. but I might be paraphrasing. You couldn't be fucked, actually, in NAB Cup. No. So, I, well, so, and a, and listen, a Kilda City practice this wasn't, this wasn't because I wanted to. It's because <laughs> I needed to. You needed the run? Yes, yes. Like. Coming from like the holiday I had and been to probably six training sessions, and there's a, I've got to give back. I've got to give back this weekend. So I was like, I need to have a run. So like now, from pretty much now till like the end of like the footy season, I've got a week off over Easter, which I'm going to. Does he stop working? No. No, like my Saturdays are done now. I'm playing football, whether it's for St Kilda City or for someone else. Yeah, it's like the whole year. So I was like, I need to go out and like have a run because I I can't be first. I'm not good first up. <laughs> right. Well, when I was playing, I was okay first up because I was training and, like, you know, whether you like it or not, you have to go to training, you, you work hard and do all those things. So um, I wouldn't say I was flying around. I was just, you know, I was just out there, had a kick, moves, changed direction. But the first half I probably put in 60% and then I reckon the last half I was at 20%. Yeah. 
Um, but listen, I got through quads actually. My left, which is weird. My left quad is still actually a little bit sore, right? But the weird thing is, I didn't use it. <laughs> I certainly didn't use my left leg. Um, was the percentage drop off from sixty to twenty because um, you were, we were preserving? Some, yeah, I thought I'd done enough. Be oh right, yeah. yeah, I thought I'd and and listen, put it this way, I I was as unmotivated as you could be to play in a. Ansec Cup match or a NAB Cup match, whatever you call them. How motivated do you reckon I was <laughs> to play a St Kilda City practice match with absolutely nothing on the line? Because once a games get started, and like I'm competitive as anyone, so once it's a proper game, you sort of can't help but get, you know, sucked in is not the right word, but can't get competitive yeah. and, and you want to win because you, yeah. you know, they're all your mates. So, but this one, it was tough. So I just, I just ran around. Stuck under any high balls, were you? Oh, mate, no. <laughs> Even a couple of ground balls, I let go. Um, when there was a bloke running at me, I was like, you can have it, mate. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't get touched. Did you try to hide it, though? Because nah. someone with your ability could actually yeah. look like you gave an effort. Nah, no, no, no. I, absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, no, but it was nice to get out there, um, have a run around. So, yeah, it all starts this weekend up in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Flying for the people. Yeah, Friday. Okay. Friday morning. So more about that. But um, you, you have previously said that even though the standards are a lot lower, the, the sledging was pretty on par. Did yeah. you Did you cop practice match sledging or did the other team sort of hold that back too? <laughs> no, nah, nah, not really. Yeah. No, nah, it was pretty – everyone was pretty good. Like one bloke got excited when he kicked a goal and gave a come on. I was like, <laughs> I was like you're not okay, – you haven't, have you? You haven't carried on in a practice match. Um, <laughs> a little Ralphie. Yeah, but he, um, he said oh, something like that's – if you're not excited about, oh, that's what I play footy for. So I want to get excited in practice matches. <laughs> so maybe I'm a little different. Wait, was he on your team? No, nah, he's on your opposition. I was going to say. I'm able to give it to him worse. He was on my team. <laughs> but no, it was good. Footy was back. Um, did you like what you've seen over the course? I think the game was probably was a couple of bad ones. But overall, I think they like, teams felt like they wanted to score a little bit more. Mm. It's good quality footy. Uh, it so we'll exciting. Get, we'll do our math science, but I, I think the biggest story of the week is here, so I'll start with this. Okay. New York Post, 37-year-old virgin gets six-foot <laughs> string stuck in penis during a botched sex game. Oh, you have to run that by me again. It's a bit to go... Yeah, I've got to go slow. 37-year-old virgin gets six-foot string stuck in penis during botched sex game. Six-foot string? That's a big dick. His attempt to thread the needle went horribly awry. 37-year-old virgin made the world wince after getting six feet of string lodged in his penis during a botched attempt at sexual gratification. Oh. A case study detailing the backfired sex stunt recently surfaced in the medical journal Radiology Case Reports. The patient was diagnosed with a urinary bladder foreign body. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Where do you find, that? Where do you find these sex games? Can you just give us a, send us a link? <laughs> the, the, um, the report about the unnamed Indonesian man who'd never had sexual intercourse and lived with his mother. See, d- attention to details of what makes stories. Right, he's... Uh, um, well, hang on, can we go back? What's thread the needle? Fuck the fine, eh? Well, I reckon if it's involving a penis... Oh, yeah, I could, I, could, I could hazard a guess, but... <laughs> but where does, it, where does it... Like, threading the needle implies it comes out somewhere else. About your arsehole. I don't know if the two are, uh, are connected, Dane. I don't think you, your retro you is connected to your anus. Sure. I'm 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 hundred percent sure actually. I've done did human biology at uni. Sure. They're not connected. No. Your urethra goes into your bladder. Or your, your mouth. Anus then. goes into your colon. What about in your mouth then? Well mouth. it would have to go in your anus to come well, out. Well it might your come mouth. out your mouth. Yeah, you have to your penis because you can you drink water and it comes out your penis. So they're connected. I don't I don't think it is. Well, what do you mean? You can drink water and it comes out. Yeah, but it goes through some filtration, like through your stomach. And well, maybe this string gets filtered. <sighs> According to the study... I don't know why I was looking to him for guidance on this, by the way. The phallic fiasco, <laughs> Good which one. Um, it's also drawn box four at Sandown Park Greyhounds <laughs> on Thursday night, phallic <laughs> fiasco, began after the unnamed kickster inserted a long nylon string used for beads into his urethra while fully erect and watching a pornographic video. Good on him. Hey, don't, don't knock it till you try it, mate. Well, this is reportedly the patient's first time performing such a feat, although he's reportedly masturbated and watched porn every day, the study notes. Oh, listen, I don't kink shame, but on him. That's it, yep. Sometimes you just need that extra bit. And you think, well, the yeah. ball of twine exactly. in the corner, that could do it for me today. What the Exactly. 
No, good on, good on old mate. Um, <laughs> get, try and get him on the. Try and get him on here. I was yeah. going to say, do you reckon that, like, you know, when people, proud parents, see like newspaper articles about their children, do you reckon that's gone on the fridge? That one. Yeah, it's in the scrapbook. <laughs> I'd imagine. <laughs> Well, he lives with his mum. Similar age to you, though, career trajectory. Well, he's gone from instead of Williamstown Reserves Reserves to a bit of string up the. Uh, yeah, well, mate, listen, good on him. Um, <laughs> we don't judge. I'm not sure that string's getting used again, but. <laughs> That's giving me shivers. So I went to the footy before uh, you. Uh, was how was the pies? Good atmosphere there. The Collingwood chant. No, I didn't. <coughs> I didn't get to the pies, mate. They they played. They played away. <laughs> Didn't have any. What do you mean by away? Points. What do you mean by away, Dane? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't going to travel. Right. I was a, got a child at home. I can't. Yep. What do you mean? So they they played away, obviously. Um, they just practically in a state, so I don't I don't go that far. Ridiculous. Uh, Would you have gone had they have invited you? Uh, if as long as they paid for my yeah, um, travel so. and accommodation, <laughs> it was a, it was a bit far. So, um, <laughs> so I went I went Thursday night. Just um, and watched at the Carlton and Richmond's ball straight in the outer. Um, it was very muffled. <laughs> Why is that, Jane? Was the, the glass closed? The glass was closed. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> so it was very hard to very hard to hear them. <laughs> but that was an alright game. It was nice. It was good to be back at the footy. Um, did some did something I hadn't done for twenty odd years, I reckon. Which was caught a train. Did you? Caught a, caught a train from Where from? How many stops? Paran Station <laughs> to Richmond Station. So two. Right. Did you have a mic? No, you I didn't. Needed, how did nah. you get off? I, wa- I opened the doors open and I walked off. <laughs> did you get, at Richmond Station, you need money yep. to get through the turnstile, don't you? No, not if you've got a vertical leap. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I didn't pay for it. Where did you even get a mic from? This is the you know, this is the controversial thing. So what a ridiculous thing! Yeah, I, was, I was, mate, last time I was on one, yeah, I got a two hour zone one two. <laughs> that was the last no, time. I, yeah, was, was, was Meadows in the two zone? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Zone one was City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had a zone. Oh, I thought it'd be three. Nah, zone one two from Broadie Station. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was the last time. That was dead set. Last time I got a train in in Australia in Melbourne. Um, yeah, but footy was good. The pies. How did you, fi- you find that? How did you find the, tra- the, the train, train experience? Yeah. Um, Not a tram, it was very pretty, different people. It was pretty quick, to be honest. It wasn't too bad. Um, what, I'll tell you what, there wasn't much of. Mm. Mask wearing. You're right. On the train. Yeah. yeah but you met, you still, I can't believe still people have to wear masks. It's ridiculous. But um, there wasn't many masks being worn, which was good because we didn't have one. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, what? <laughs> So, uh, apart from not having a Mikey card nor a mask, how was the trade experience? I mean, it was pretty quick. Well, so I wouldn't <laughs> like to be on there all the time, but, no. um, you know, it was probably it's probably easier to get in, you know. I, I understand why people get the train and the footy these days. Yeah. It's a lot easier, yeah. um, especially if you live close to a train station. Did you do math science and think, if I get done for not having a Mikey card, no. what, the, what the odds are? Well, just the big rush of people getting off at Richmond, you think you have to be stiff. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what I'm saying by the odds, you know, we call it lay the train. Okay. Back, back and lay, right? Yeah. So what's the, what's the fine? $100? Good no idea. I don't know. I wouldn't break the law like that. You saw mm. me coming in through that boom cake today. I was sweating. Cost $3 for your trip? A bit more than that. So I was ha- Well, there you go. So it's a 20 to, 20 to, 20 to 25 to 1 chance. Listen, this, this wasn't a I don't, I don't want to buck the system and – don't want to pay. It's just I jumped on the train and figured there'd be somewhere to pay, but it just wasn't. Yeah. And the only way you could pay outside Richmond Station was outside of it. Yeah. So that means I would have had to have left Richmond Station and walked away from the train station, paid for a ticket, walked back in and scanned it and walked through. I was just like, I'm out now. <laughs> but if like if like a bike had said, where's your ticket? I said, oh, and a I would give him five bucks and said, "Be here, no problem." I have no problem obeying the law. Just flip a five. No, well, if like, if I have no problem paying <laughs> for a ticket. Well, you know, like you used to be able to buy them on board on the Eurostar. Yeah, you know, like exactly. But um, but yeah, so that was fun. Collingwood legend and now lawbreaker Dane Swan said on his podcast, "I'm just doing a headline." Oh, well, I was happy to pay. I just there was nowhere to pay mm-hmm. until 
was outside. You and once I got out there, I looked around. I was like, "Oh, I'm out here now." Do you get on a parade well station? Going. Yeah, I bought. Yeah, yeah. on Gravel Street, wherever that is. Yeah, there is somewhere to pay there, but if you didn't know, you'd walk past, and you probably did walk past mm. it. When, when you went to Mexico, where they don't speak Mexican or Colombian or mm. Spanish, at the real backwater, did they have anything like really crazy? Like when you got onto a public transport, you could pay for pay for a ticket. Because that's just, that's just wacko stuff that we wouldn't have here. In Mexico, I certainly wasn't catching public transport in Mexico. <laughs> New York, they um, you have to pay before you get on. Yeah. Yep. That's about it. Um, so, all right. So, uh, the the Carlton-Richmond game I'm interested in. At what stage, when you were, had glass between you and the people, did you think you'd put out um, LOL to all the Carlton scumbags booing Dustin, you'd come in your pants if they played for you? Why is this just a recap of my Twitter? What are, do you two do anything fucking interesting on the weekend? Not really. That's why it's yeah. called Swanee and Friends. Um, well, well, whenever they started booing. <laughs> why were they booing? I've got no idea. I heard, I heard it in the... You didn't, do any, didn't do anything malicious on the game, so I was... Did you ever get booed? No, they only boo the real good ones. <laughs> so, no, I didn't. I wish I did. Um, yeah. No, I wasn't very wasn't a big fan of that. No. Yeah, so that pretty much the tweet explains itself. You would have drank drank the tears though of booing, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I would I would have enjoyed them personally, especially because like I said, they don't boo duds, do yeah. they? That's it. No. They don't boo the bloke who they they don't boo the sub. <laughs> um, That'd be a bit cruel, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Comes on five minutes to go in the last and cops a big boo when he takes his first mark. What did Justin Kishitsky call it? The Kermit suit. <laughs> <laughs> the green top. But um, yeah, the Blues were... Um, mate, there's something... So, something needs to be looked into with the MCG. There's only one scoring end. Yeah, it was this math mm. science or what? It well, and even the, even the week, the night before, yep. um, the Bulldogs... Melbourne game, there was only scoring to that end. And I said before I left at halftime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're that, ridiculous. Then there was 20, 20 goals kicked to one end and five kicked to the other in that game. And I don't know what the numbers were in the rich, in the Melbourne game, but it was very similar. So I actually said to Tazza at three-quarters, I said, Tigers need to be five or six up here, otherwise they'll get rolled. And sure enough, um, they got rolled. But Did you... Uh, Financially back that opinion at three quarter time and think your way through that. No, you have to ring up. Right. Well, oh, I caught you. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. you got you to ring up. Um, Gamble responsibly. Yeah, I had the um, over though, which went over. Obviously, I had Richmond, <coughs> who let me down. Um, they awesome. might they might get one more chance this week um, against GWS, mm-hmm. but ta- we'll get to that. How did Taz go when you asked him about doing this? Or you no, he's fine. He's, he's working though. <laughs> You're not a good asker, are you? No, I'm not a great asker. <laughs> And he doesn't even write back about asking. He just kind of goes, yeah. into the bushes. <laughs> Hopefully they'll find something. Just turtled. <laughs> um, pies were good, though. Well, well a lot former of player of theirs called Dane Swan. But, and I, it's yeah. been saying for a while, play direct. Yeah, and I, but I, you know, it's going you know to be an unbelievable final series. Carlton, Carlton Collingwood grand final. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> Do you want my ticket? Uh, yeah, we don't we don't jump to conclusions on here, but pies, Carlton, Granny, exactly. uh, it's going to be huge. it's going to be awesome. Um, but like I said in our season preview, I don't think St Kilda are much, so I think we will probably finish around the same. Yep. Um, so what did we win by? Two, three goals, three goals, something like. So <clears throat> kind of where I I figured. Um, but yeah, no, they were good, and <clears throat> exactly like I said, um, taking the game on. <coughs> Even if they turn the ball over, which they did a couple of times, at least they're doing it in an attacking style. I very rarely did I see them. <coughs> and tempo foot, if you're up with a couple of goals just for half time or three quarter time or whatever it is, or you want to take the momentum away from security, yeah, you can understand them kicking it backwards. I, I didn't see him kick the ball backwards much just for the sake of kicking it backwards. You know, yeah. the last couple of years they would just turn in and kick it backwards just. To hold on, to hold possession of the ball, where it felt now it could be wrong, um, which I'm not much. Uh, but they would only kick the ball backwards if it was to go out the other side and move the ball, or for you know for an attacking reason coming up, not just to keep possession of the ball. So um, they were clearly whether we win another game or not, and they are clearly much better to watch um, than the boring, you know. Defensive lockdown, keep possession off, 
style that was played over the last few years. So, um, yeah, much better to watch there. Um, obviously, a couple of new players, Pinsky and um, Dacos did pretty well. Geordie was good. And, yeah, our best eight or ten, like you've said, Ralph, are, are, you know, can compete with most eight or ten. You know, obviously, you've got the Melbournes and stuff, who's eight or ten, are, even though they don't have many elite, um, as champion data would say. But um, it, was, it was great to see the greatest player on earth play well Sunday night, didn't he? Um, just couldn't quite get the Suns over, uh, the Eagles over. Yeah, um, the yeah, the greatest player of all time. Um, the only good, the only elite player in the league. Only one. But um, yeah, our eight or ten are good enough to compete with most eight or ten. It's just if the next twelve can come along and improve. Well, you know, are we going to win the premiership this year? I, I doubt it. But um, the signs are there that um, we're going to go all right. Now, listen, we will lose. I know Craig McRae's undefeated as Collingwood head coach. So, right, <laughs> more stats. Exactly, yeah. that's a great stat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, listen, it's nothing but positives. We will wait till we lose because um, it's all rosy now. We will probably get spanked at some stage, but um, we got Adelaide this week, so we got a layup. So we're going to be two and zero. Matt Science part two. Yeah, we got a free hit. Um, so, but yeah, good things. Um, Braden to come back. Um, a Kruger, I think. Um, but what's it? What, what What's interesting as an outsider and just a fan, but the the media pressure on an existing coach compared to a new coach, and by that I mean. If and he wasn't going to, but Nathan Buckley deep into his uh, CV uh, tenure, um, he is coaching to try and be the best team they can be that year. Yeah. But if he had have reset and said, right, we're going to take the game on, we're going to risk getting smashed, supporters would say, for fuck's sake, how can we get in the smash with the young team? So it's probably the reason why every coach should have X amount of years, and then after that, you Move need on. that you need that new guy to come in yeah. because it also takes pressure off. <laughs> Every level and a fresh voice, and I think yeah, you heard you know watched the odd footy show. Um, and you heard all the, the comments of all the players saying you've got a fresh voice, and you know, Pen, what did Penn say? He embraces imperfections in the game or something like that. Which oh, I don't even know what that means, but um, I think you know, and I've, maybe they've taken he was from flies from Richmond, so that when Richmond were their best was just get a forward attack and try and you know. Out hunt the opposition and get the ball going, and obviously Richmond were incredible at that for what three out of the four years. So we've obviously probably taken an element of Richmond's run and gun style. And um, it, listen, I worked on the weekend. I don't think St Kilda are very good. Um, I probably got. I reckon I've got them right um, out of our season preview. But I guess what I'm saying is that if if um, if Collingwood play like that and turn the ball over and cop an eight goal thrashing, yeah, I'll say well they're they're learning, no dramas. Yeah, but if under a Coach has been there for a long time. That happened in round one. Oh, well, he, what's he doing? He'd be, he be in the pressure index, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. So you get a grace period as a new head coach, and um, that's just the way it is. So maybe we should get a new head coach every year. So we're allowed to get flogged every year. But um, no, it'll be good. Uh, the Pies, listen, what more can you say? They started well. Um, they're good players, played well, which is what you need. Now, also, the biggest thing with us is injuries. We can, If we lose, you know, two or three of our best eight or ten, that's yeah. when we make. But that's... That's footy. Yeah, and you can say that with most clubs. If Melbourne lose Gorn, Petrarca and Oliver, they'd probably still win a lot of games, but I don't think they'd win as many as they would without those three. So I have a question, a nafty question here about coaching. In Spanish? <laughs> In Mexican. Um, <laughs> coaching styles. So how... So... Craig McRae's obviously come in and got a different coaching style to Nathan Buckley, but are you saying that Nathan Buckley didn't change yeah. his coaching style because he, he couldn't because of outside pressures? Like, how no. much does a coach come in with, this is the way I coached, regardless of the team, or how much do they come in and go, oh, there's my list, I'm going to coach them uh, this way? I think, well, um, some people... Now, listen, you would have to ask, no one's in Nathan's mind. Some people, he might have been coaching not to lose. That's mm. my point. Right. You know what I mean? Like... After five or ten years, you get wound up and say, well, fuck, we can't go out and get flogged today right. because if we get flogged, they're going to be on me and the pressure's going to go up. If we get beat by against a good side by four points, by ten points, because we're fucking held on in the game and it's 50 to 40, and maybe the pressure's less or we get a close... No, listen, I've got no idea what he was thinking, but 
might have been, listen, let's just fucking hold on for three and a half quarters, keep the game close, in the last ten minutes anything can happen. There was, a, there was a game versus Geelong that was exactly that last year. It was yeah. the worst game of all time. I think it was five goals to three, three, three quarter yeah. time, and you nearly pinched it. Or yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Going, but that's you, what you described. Then the poor exactly game where we got happened. beat by a point. Yeah, yeah. So, um, where Fly comes in and goes, you know, the, the pressure's off. Everyone's go. We want to see the young kids play. And the other thing with the experienced coach was like, he's he's coached ten years. Oh well, if I start playing the young kids, that's three or four more years. I've got a coach until these blokes develop. So that means I'm here for at least another four or five years. So that's, am I going to be a 15-year coach without success in those five years? You know what I mean? So he goes, well, I can't play these young kids, not all of them, because I need my best bet to win right now is with the experienced guys where Fly comes in or any coach comes in and goes, righto, and this thing sucks for the older blokes. Not that we have a lot of old talent. All our older blokes are Unfortunately, probably still our best players. So this is where the old blokes go, well, I'm in trouble here because you're going to bring in the youth. He gets a bit of a grace period. They play a more attacking style. Um, the supporters are happy and they look, oh, fuck, what a, how awesome is this? Um, they're taking the game. I'm not like I've, I said it on here every time I was asked. Like, I'd much prefer him to be turning the ball over, trying to balk someone a step and kick along instead of just turning the ball over, kicking it. 50 metres backwards, hitting the deck and bouncing off someone's shin and picking it up and kicking a goal. So um, he's got some grace period. Plays the young kids, really got nothing to lose. Got four points to lose, but I don't think anyone this year is expecting Collingwood to win the flag. So like I've said, as long as we see improvement out of the young kids and you see style, which helps you win games and score. Like if you get beat up, I'd much rather get beat 125 or 124 to 49 or 48. You sit there going, what the fuck am I watching this for? Like, it's just boring, boring footy. But if you're running up and down and um, kids get drafted because they're good at something. Kids don't get drafted into the AFL because they can mark the ball and kick it sideways and play like a German defensive soccer-style game. Yeah. Like, players get drafted, especially... Well, the Germans were very known. Well, maybe, maybe we'll find out. We'll find out if anyone listens in a few days. Um, so, Mick always used to talk about it. So, we'll blame Mick. Um, so, um, yeah. So, the kids get drafted because they're talented and they're all and they're the best players at their age group. And you know, and I could be wrong, but the top. 30, 40 draft picks aren't the ones who have four possessions a game and just spoil or just do the real basics. You know, the young kids are the ones who, geez, he's had 30, he kicks goals, he takes the game on, he, he's a great running wingman. And you want to be able to showcase their abilities because I think the young kids can get so overwhelmed with tactics and defense. Oh, shit, okay, then we've turned the ball over, the ball's in the forward pocket, I need to be fucking standing here, so I better run here. And you can lose your instincts, which is what makes all the players who get drafted great. They play on instinct. As 10-year-olds, 11, you know, all the way up to 18, they play on instinct because that's what they're very good at. So that can be taken away a bit when you play a real shut-down defensive style of game. So now hopefully it's given the boys the confidence to be running around and go, right, I'm, I'm going to run up the ground. I'm going to try and get a ball at half-forward and kick goal from half-back. I'm going to try and step someone. I'm going to try and handball through traffic instead of, kicking it long down long and do all these things. So, listen, it's round one. We don't want to get carried away, but we're going to win the flag. No, so but, that's but good. But the, the, the process that Sam asked, because I saw this with the Demons, it was Neil Danaher tried to rebuild his list with, with top-up experienced players like Byron Pickett and Clint Bizzle and couldn't. Uh, probably Brad Scott, the same type of thing. But so Geelong, you, probably the only ones who have sort of... Amazing what Chris Scott's done, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, but the uh, yeah. but conversely, if you you get a chance for a clean sheet, you can actually go in and... <coughs> As Alistair Clarkson did, I think he it was uh, Jonathan Hay, Jade Rawlings, Mark Graham, all good servants, and they just uh, see ya. I'm starting again. Crowed, I think. Crowed, and um, and I remember doing a gig with Sam Mitchell, who said after about probably second year, he he, he went to Clark and said these these two guys just aren't up to it yet. You know they were a <laughs> uh, Hodge. I don't know. No, no, uh, uh, Buddy Franklin and oh, Jared Ruffett. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he actually went there. He said, they're not, uh, not. And Clark, I said, I don't care. <laughs> they're going to be. So yeah. I'm going to play them now. That's why I got rid of Buddy. He just didn't really show much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah. the show. Well, yeah, sure. Sam did say, I think India Clark is probably right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But from, from that. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Perspective. So the demons and uh, and dogs, I thought it was pretty good watching the unfurling the flag, bit of a tear in the eye. Did you? Yeah. Watch next to the great Steve Tingay, who's he's um I thought he put on an ounce, but he said no, he hasn't. He's still at his yeah. playing weight. Uh, great fella. Um, but halftime was enough. Went home and Yeah, what, what's ever going to make you stay the, the whole I have two and a half hours in me in any area of my life. So, so let's, let's say, because it's anyone's well, correct, game. Correct, I'm going to go. <laughs> what, well, let's, like, mm. Max Gorn um, said in that docker that I watched last night, he goes, we've, we've done it once, but we'll do it again. If they get, if they get to the big dance this year um, and they're playing... Or a premiership, will you stay till full time? Well, if you get to the big dance, you are playing for a premiership. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is, <laughs> yes. They're, they're going to be there. Well, yeah, I could, I could get outside my comfort zone if it was a grand final. We're grand playing final. our best. In, yes. At the MCG. At the MCG. That would get me out of my comfort zone. Do you think they've lost much one. or you think they're right where they need to be? The D's. Yeah, round one. We're not going to overreact or anything, but you think yeah. they're right well, where they are? We're not going to overreact, but I'm talking dynasty. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> I get home. Uh, no, actually, I've. Got work to do. <laughs> that was enough for me. Um, but uh, then the press conference hits, and then the real good mm. stuff starts. Dano, this was just our wheelhouse, wasn't it? The mm. AFL media being offended <laughs> and a forced apology. Yeah, well, which one? So we'll, we'll let's go chronologically. Start uh, starting with the Luke uh, beverage spray. Oh, oh mate, someone didn't have a gun to his head. I know. Okay. No, no. First, we'll go to the spray itself. Oh, the spray. Um, so your initial reaction, not that we go through your Twitter feed, but we're going through your Twitter feed. Your initial reaction was the players will love him even more for it. Yeah, absolutely. I remember Mick used to then whether it was sprays. So Mick used to like wink at us before he was going and goes, "Watch this." <laughs> like he would do it. <laughs> Like he would do it just for our amusement. And obviously, yeah. he was obviously a prickly pear, as you know. But to the players, he wasn't like he obviously could be very prickly if you weren't playing well or you <laughs> fucked up absolutely. But on the whole, like he just he walk out and wink. I don't know if you've seen that clip about Popovich. Did you see the clip about Greg Popovich um, during the week where he got no, I missed it. He went off at um, he got kicked out. He went berserk at the refs, and as he was walking off, he winked at his plate, like you know. So it was just like a. He smiled and just like winked at like one of the players on the course. So I was just obviously, yeah. you know, for show to get the players wink, wound up or whatever it was. So Mick used to do very similar things with like, what going to a presser and go, oh, watch this, boys, and just like give us a wink and go in and fucking break someone or, you know, just give absolutely nothing. Um, and Bevo, yeah, obviously has a problem, had a problem with Tom Morris, which he won't need to have one now. <laughs> um, but, mate, yeah, I don't. I don't understand why people get so fucking worked up about, like, how obviously it's changed the course of someone's life right now, but the bloke who, set, bloke who let that go viral should have, should lose his job for being an arsehole. Mm. Um, whoever sent that round, sent both of them round, should, um, should lose his job. He's, he's come across as the biggest arsehole. Yep. Will Taylor, what's his name? I, don't, I can't remember, but, um, yeah, like, it's after a game, it's heated, and he obviously had an issue with him. Like, and What amuses me, and, I, and we're just guessing from outside, but I mean, I've got yeah. mutual friends with Luke Beveridge, and all I can think of is that he's a, a fantastic fella. Yeah. But what about his moustache, though? <laughs> well, that's, well, Hutchie made a very good point. I think I think he, he basically has to resign now. No, absolutely, yeah. yeah you can't have a moustache. I can't think of one good coach who had a moustache. I can't believe Mick lasted so long. Uh, or Ron Barassi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <man>. Disgraceful. <laughs> I yeah, doubt anyone with facial hair has ever no. coached at the top level. No, um, but so 
the, the, this assumption that he's lost it. So, oh, is, is, is Luke Beveridge okay? I think he needs support. Maybe that's exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. And what... what Win or lose, he would have had that in his head, so I'm going to do this for this exact reason. Yeah. Like if they had won by 100, yep. or they lost by 100 or drawn, that, he was going in there, yep. and as soon as he asked the question, he was giving it to him. Yeah. Because like, he def- like he's the gatekeeper of his football club. This is where I was heading to, that, that this... Uh, I heard Caroline Wilson on Channel 9 News because I don't watch Footy Classified, but, uh, you know, and all the, and the Coach Association discussed it and other clubs. Who gives a fuck other than Western Bulldog supporters exactly. and the Western Bulldog team? <laughs> that's who he's answerable to. That's, it's, uh, that's exactly right. So, uh, and I'm, the problem is there's so, well, we're talking about so much media and uh, everyone has an opinion. Everyone wants to have an opinion. It was the first game of the year, so, and that was the big thing that came out of it. And like I said, do you, how many people were talking about the Bulldogs getting smacked? Not many. I still haven't heard it. <laughs> like you wouldn't even thought the Bulldogs played no, on th- no. on Wednesday night. Yeah. Like no one. And so, how many coaches do you know that come out and do something and take the pressure off their players? And do you not reckon? Nelson, I'm not embarrassed. Said, do you not reckon there was a little bit of that in it? So, righto, I'll come out and do this. Take the put the pressure on me. Yep. And I didn't read the paper the next day because. Oh, does anyone read a paper? <laughs> the paper's still even sent around these days. But I, I only got the Sporting Globe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but like, there was nothing about the Bulldog online. I, I, I flick online. There was nothing about the Bulldogs game, a little bit, but it was all about Bevo Spray and yep. fucking he needs to be put in a mental fucking home and like all this kind of thing. He's taking the pressure off the boys and like for that reason, like the boys would have come in on Friday or Thursday or whenever they do rehab and... Like we'll probably be laughing about it, like, and they'll probably having a joke about it. And think Bevo's taking the pressure off us. So, and like you said, he the the Bulldog supporters, and you know, obviously some would probably say it's too far, but the rest would be like, yeah, fuck Tom Morris. Now, listen, I I've done some stuff with Tom Morris. So I actually get along with him alright, but I'm sure the supporters would have been, yeah, well, we stick up, we mm. support Bevo in and our football club, so. And that's the thing, his apology, uh, you nailed it because I hadn't seen it when your message came through that said it looked like a hostage video and then as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a hostage video oh, with mate, that white background. Absolutely. It was terribly, terribly. Well, uh, unless, Taliban it was, unless it was um, <laughs> unless it was very purposely filmed that way, um, oh, which also would have been a clever decision. <laughs> his apology, though, was directed mainly towards... The Western Bulldog supporters, but yeah, that almost seems redundant because, like you said, he's come out and defended his club. He's kind of gone, "Fuck you, don't you know? Like these are my boys. This is yes. my club. This is my home. Don't throw stones at us." Yeah, and then he's been made to apologise for saying, "Don't throw stones at us," which makes no sense. Yeah, well, the the people above him would have been, "We're getting some heat here." Yes, you need to come out and apologise. That's what you want, he, isn't it? You want someone to stick up. Well, for he probably would have said in his head, "You fucking assholes." Absolutely not, but but okay. Oh, what do you want me to say? And they would have wrote it out. He would have just read it out off the I was off trying the to screen watch his and truck. just yeah. I'm I'm very sorry for I don't I don't I couldn't watch it. it was uh, we don't negotiate with terrorists, so um, buddy. But um, so a couple of years ago, mess with the board, get the horns. Tommy got the horns. <laughs> You got the fucking horns, all right. Um, and, and, the, and the stupidity of people tumbling in for it, which which is a never-ending bit of amusement just for me, maybe because I was in that bubble and now that I'm not. But the same but different. Two years ago, Winsteel uh, side-bottom went for a little wonder and mm. on a Sunday morning and mm. found, where did he find himself? Someone mm-hmm. else's house or whatever. Daniel Wells' toilet or something? Or something like that. Yeah. And Eddie Maguire goes on the news uh, for his footy classified cross and says, oh, well, I'm proud of him. He put his hand up. Do you reckon behind the scenes he was proud of still signing <laughs> yeah, exactly. there, or did he do it because he knew that everyone would bag him? For, and I've been there. I've been do. there when Ed's come out publicly supported the players, and then internally has not publicly as <laughs> as not privately supported the players at all. <laughs> uh, not immediately, anyway. Not immediately, anyway. Um. So, so uh, I'm, uh, that's where I was getting to. Do you reckon there's a chance, as a split screen of, of Luke Beveridge, might have said to the players? Along the lines of, I'm totally paraphrasing as someone who never played it, but uh, this wasn't good enough. <laughs> we were a bit shit, yeah. but I've copped the heat this time. Exactly. But you guys now, next next, Thursday, next week, next Friday night. So I reckon they might. 
It, it's amazing how putters putters look through all this shit, right? So the line since that since that over it's last week, it's moved a goal. Now, a, now, if you don't follow footy, we're not, we're math science is part two, but still don't a, reckon it's big enough. That's a big move because yeah. <laughs> what they're saying is that the Bulldogs are going to come out snarling, and tear a new one <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So to Tom Morris itself, mm. um, I, I there's there's some nuances to it, but the starting point is, I think I get why Fox Footy had to. Yeah, well, just the, yeah, because they're running a when you're running a corporate organisation, and that gets out, well, they're going to say sorry. Yeah, it, time's up. It's unf- un- as unfortunate as it is, just the day and age we live in. Yep. Um, I well, wish there was a. I wish there was a some law or rule that you couldn't get in trouble for things you say in private with your friends. Yep. Like because if you, we, have, what percentage of people, if you look through people's private WhatsApps, group chats, or fucking text messages to friends, or you secretly recorded every conversation with every person you had in private, how many of us do you reckon would be sacked from our jobs? Mm. How old would Tom Morris be? I'm guessing uh, late 20s? Early, yeah, I would say 30-odd, yeah, mid-30s, yeah. early. Yeah, now this is me as an old man, nearly 53. That's fucking young. Yeah. In in, in terms of... You'll, I think you'll find a way back. I don't think he will. He's got any yeah, chance in this, in this environment because, not because of the incident, but because of the pile-on since. Yeah, mate. Like what, what? What could possibly possess you as a human to go publicly after this and express your delight publicly that someone's lost their job <coughs> over that? Oh, I, I've got no idea what type of motivation could make you tick to say, "Yay, Fox Footy!" Th- I know why. I don't blame Fox Footy, but I I, I, but but the the barracking after someone's lost. Well, his I career. know why. I why? think we all know why. <laughs> well, because people want to be seen to be saying. The right thing, but people go, yes. oh, good on them for like coming out and saying, like, we all understand it, but like coming out and saying, oh, I think it's a great decision that Fox 40 has stood up for women and you know, whatever, whatever they want to say. People say because then they want, and like the, the fake Twitter, like apologies, or the, the Twitter, so people go, oh, like, 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 great, that's you know, it's good exactly on you. Right, that's yeah. it's just for it's just for the in. virtue signaling, no, it's for gratification for themselves that they're yes. saying the right things, mate. You could. You know, it could be anything, but um, if someone thinks that they they can say something or tweet something that is going to give them more likes or make them ap- appear, you know, holier than now to the public, they'll say it. Whether fucking Tom Morris should have been sacked or whatever, whatever it is, you know what I mean. So, so what he said was inappropriate, Sam. Correct. But let me ask you this first: Do you think, in the history of life, there's ever been a group of Similar age women, say late 20s, early 30s, uh, observing a good-looking guy, mm. taking away the, 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 the end bit of what he said, which was too far, but uh, and said, it's a shame he's gay. Do you think that's ever happened in life, that someone's observed a good-looking guy? It's very interesting, isn't it? There's a, there's a huge double standard in this. Uh, let me, let me front this by saying what was said was completely disgusting and wrong. Correct. However, there is... Uh, there is a a huge double standards in this. Like even you go to you go to the strippers on the weekend, right? The the male strippers and the females in the audience. The way that women behave, if if men behaved in that manner, you talk about male would, strippers. Yeah, right. Male strippers, magic mic fem- kind of stuff. Females <laughs> in the audience. If if men behave the way that women behave, yes, privately in yes. in a strip club. It would there would be outrage. There is a huge double standard there. It doesn't mean that it's right, but I completely agree. If there was a conversation the other way around and it was leaked, let's say it was it would never be, but let's say it was me and my girlfriends and I said those derogatory comments about a male sports reporter. Uh, yeah, because Megan Barnard is a sports reporter. Yep. I don't think it would have blown up anywhere near that it has, but it doesn't mean that it's any less disgusting. And until Megan Barnard said something, until then. And then did she say something? I haven't no, seen no, it. she did, and she said appreciated people's support and so forth. Right. But until she said something herself, people pretending that they cared for her mm. by then saying her name publicly, mm. because at the time, it's it's still a cloistered world. Whatever it is in the online world that had got out, mm. and the reason Tom would sack, a, a va- the vast majority of people didn't know that. Yeah, mm. if you want to do the right thing, just don't print it in the paper. Mm. Just say a, a, new f- a, a, a Fox News reporter or. Someone in the media world has been outed or something. Like you don't need to 
sprinkle her name across the ticket. What do they call those things? Yeah. A, a <laughs> That's right. The, the ticket the, type the, thing the, on the, the pretend sincerity and care for her. Yeah. By <laughs> saying her name before she'd even said anything. Is so bullshit. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't say because it was no one's business. No now, one's one, business. once she went public and and said thanks for the support, and it's not e- easy to come out. And uh, I think I'm paraphrasing, but it was long lines of coming out. It's a process that shouldn't be taken away from an individual. Absolutely, it's it's actually interesting. I know exactly who she is because I've seen her on screen before. And as a woman, I went, "Fuck, who the fuck is that? She is gorgeous because she is." Gorgeous. Mm. She's show-stoppingly beautiful. And we're, then we're so we are still allowed to say that, aren't we? I'm, I'm no is, comment. But this yeah. is the thing, right? I don't want you taking it into context. Exactly. But I didn't know that – I didn't know her sexuality. Her sexuality was completely irrelevant. Did I think you give a fuck out of 100? Zero. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck what her yeah. sexuality was. She was just beautiful and she's very good at her job. I remember standing there watching her going, Stephen, who's this? She's gorgeous and very good at what she does. And that's, that's all that should matter. Her sexuality should not have been brought into it. She should not have been spoken about derogatory in a derogatory manner either. But the other thing that is on top of that is – it does not a take away from what happened at all, but the invasion of privacy on Tom's bath by this other person yeah. going out of his way. It's not like, oh, oops, I accidentally fought it. This person went into another app to screen record so that that... I don't even know how to do that. That, that, is the, that is the... Legitimately the don't know how to do that. Pre- the I'm premeditation sorry, that has gone into this is yeah. that person has had to go into another app to screen record to then... <laughs> Share this item that wasn't meant for other people. Must be a Bulldog supporter, eh? Like, as, how coincidentally, as soon as he was in the firing line, it comes out literally the next day. Um, Coincidence. He's an. Uh, he's a. There's just a lot of shit cunts out there. He's honestly. a. Big, he's a bigger asshole than Tom Morris. Well, Tom shouldn't have said it. Of course, he shouldn't have said it. But and of course, you should never out someone. But his intention was never to out the poor. Lady, you know what I mean. So the, the point is, this person. Like, is he's, and he's got to be like even now when I'm in. I'm in group chats with people. I write something about uh, send yeah. fuck nah, nah, oh. and just let the because you don't group, know who's gonna exactly just let the chat. I've obviously got one or two where I'll be like, I'd be fucking heartbroken if like a group, like a couple of groups, couple of groups got leaked. Obviously, but you got everyone's in a million group chats, so there's mm. someone I just go right. Oh, that one's just gonna. gonna like I was gonna let that topic slide. Mm. Um, yep, yep, that topic can slide too. Yes. And then there's ones where I will comment with. You know, my real close friend still, which I'd be fucking devastated if someone leaked that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you just got to be, mate, you got to be very careful these days. Um, I got, I got a, uh, probably 15 years ago, so I'm, I would have got advice older than Tom is now. Mm. And wow. it was pretend every text and conversation you have can be heard and read by your worst enemy and or a judge. Yeah, right. That's, that's not a bad bit of advice. And all your mum. Yeah. But a couple of years before that, I, I remember saying something horrendous. And there was one guy, everyone knows, not footy shows, don't, don't guess. Um, but they, they stopped me. And I don't know what the fuck I was thinking in saying it. Mm. But it was the type of thing, if it had got out, mm. like, you know, you're dead forever mm. in today's society. And, and that's where the cancel culture is just <coughs> a bit stupid. Because as you said, be it at a strip night for men or women, um, People act inappropriately everywhere. Swanee's often said the jails are full for a reason. You know, mm. like, you know so it's, there's the non-criminal way, but also there's just there's just bad behaviour full mm. stop everywhere. That's right. There's so shit comes everywhere on both sides. So you think he comes back? I, I think he's got no chance in this industry. And I hope someone... I hope you don't think you'll... You don't think you'll mate, I've... I've Mate, when, when, when we talk footy, I never get in your lane of, um, yeah. of what it's like to be out there. I, I've been in this lane. Uh, yeah. And a friend of ours has made his way back. Well, well, isn't it interesting? Well, I, I out of, out of respect for our friend, I won't say exactly what I think about <laughs> how, how how that ha- all ha- unfolded. Yeah, but um, but yes. Um, so you're saying he's no chance of ever getting a media gig again, right? So you'll have to go out in his own and be like right a. So Channel Seven's looking for a reporter. Tom Brown decides to go to the states. And, yeah, and uh, and Tom Morris is the most qualified person. What chance out of a million that Terrell's... Yeah, not right now. But I think... No, 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 but this is what happens. That's what I'm telling you about society. So in two years' time, then Channel 7 says, oh, we're going to employ Tom Morris. How do you think cancel culture would go at employing Tom Morris? I think... out of the trees (laughs) and and attacking Channel 7's major sponsors, going to Gil McLaughlin. (coughs) Do you think that the... No, I reckon two years. I reckon after two years, people... People... And and rightfully so. He's like... Unfortunate as it is, 
what he said got out. Now yes. it should never have got out, and yes. he should have his job, and we should all. Tom, he, Tom Morris should just be getting baked for leaking shit about Bevo, and that should be it. But unfortunately, it is he got out, and the world we live, he deserves to be sacked because what he did to that girl was uh, horribly fucking cruel, and it's he should, should never have done that, that inadvertently. But yes. yeah, yeah, of course. Correct. So, but I think in a year or two, people. I think move on. And so, like you so can't bury someone. F- I'm not saying they should be buried. I'm not. I'm talking yeah. to you. I'm talking to the, <laughs> the can- and a lot of the cancel culture. I only listen to this to cancel us. So, That's right. Um, <clears throat> you can't go down forever for that. Like a year or two. Should he do the Shameless podcast? Yeah, yeah. He should come on. <laughs> open invite to come on in. <laughs> do you think that would help his career? Um, couldn't go any worse. <laughs> so... But that, that's part one, yes. So on, on face value, let's say two years and he does all his mini culprits, <coughs> which he already started with, and Channel 7 go, okay, we'll give you a job. That's part one. Well, I think his apology was sincere? No, no, I think it would. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm saying a yeah, bit yeah. different between his yeah, and Bevo's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But part two is this. What's a journo? A journo including last week. Mm. You get sources, people trust you, there's information. Oh, I don't trust him. How hard is it going to be? For well, him to build a new base of source, including the well, fact that... So I don't think it's the other way around. I think... Yeah, well, what trust has he lost? Because he wasn't... He didn't leak that. No, no. It's not a matter of the trust. It's a matter of saying, what's... So it, it's quid, quid pro quo, as yeah, they of course. say. Right? So uh, I'm a club leaker. Yeah. I'm trying to big note myself to, uh, you know... Journal. Uh, no, no, to yeah, leak to a journal to, to try and because it's always nothing's for nothing. Yeah. So you, uh, this might help my career for this reason. Why would I leak to Tom Morris now? Yeah, because he hasn't got the <coughs> hasn't got the pull. He hasn't got the pull. I'll go to Mark Robinson or John Ralph or whoever. So so he's going to lose incentives for people to leak to him. That makes it very hard. So what I'm saying is, I hope he's already got good advice to say. Oh, this is the next start of my next stage of my life, and it ain't going to be as a footy journo. Yeah. <laughs> Just good luck. Um, this time last year, cancel culture was uh, <coughs> outraged that the Melbourne Coterie was having their dinner at the All Australian Club. Mm. Men's only. Men's only. Members. Disgusting. Members. Yes. yes. Disgusting. I can't believe you support yes. that. Yes. That mob. So anyway, so that's that's how how dumb they all are. So anyway, the world is fucked, Ralphie. Well, we know that. All right. Well, we're about to get the math science, but first we've got uh, we've got some listener questions as Can we I'll, do. Can I, yes. can I do my new segment? He's been wanting to do this segment <laughs> Sorry, for a so few weeks. I, I forget what's the name of the segment. Well, I don't know. Um, we can workshop that. Oh well, just whether it's like just tra- traveling over the last few years and just things that annoy. Me. I don't know things that annoy me, but some things don't annoy me. Just Maybe good life skills or good life manners, like mm. or you're an asshole if maybe one you're of an asshole if okay. you're an, an asshole, asshole if. if yeah. So this is just you know, and these aren't things if you fucking rape, murder, steal, obviously yeah. because we all know you're an asshole if you That's do those criminal. things. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <coughs> these are just little. This is good. I've got I've got some to put. To yeah, you. little yeah. life things, and we're gonna start. We're gonna start very simply today. So every week I'm gonna come at you and just say you're an asshole if. You do this, and they just might be very simple, small life things that nice. that you don't understand, or maybe you don't do. So, well, I've got one straight away. So you start. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got one. Yeah, straight. I'm. I'm we'll ask well, it happened to me just before, actually, and I think we can all agree with this. So we'll start slow, and then we'll <laughs> and then week by week we'll so get one into one each. Bring one each. Well, you, if he's one, I'm, I think so. I'm okay. happy to, and then we'll go into um, then we'll go into something a little bit more um. Grey area ish. Mm, okay. um, oh so today, um, actually, hap- actually happened to me on the way here. So, and I think if you don't agree with this, you're an asshole. You are an asshole if you let someone in in traffic and they do not wave. Mm. Well, completely you, agree. Just a, it happened to me. This lady was driving in a rangey just around here. F- phone, kid, two kids in the back on the phone with someone, and Physically there was a, a truck. Yeah, which you know we all do, but. That's not the point. Um, so there's new technology coming. Yeah, I know it's going to hurt. That's going to. I'm going to be fined a lot. And <laughs> um, there was a truck pulled on one side of the road, so I stopped and waited. When I probably got there first, but I said to your kids, maybe getting to school. I knew you were running late, so I was like, oh, I'll do the right thing. I'm not in a rush. <clears throat> Looked at her and waved her through. She came through and just eyeballed me and just yeah. kept going. Um, not even a head nod. Like she was on the phone, I went on the wheel, so I didn't expect a hand <laughs> up. But just not even a not, well, just a head nod, just an acknowledgement of, you know, that's just that's just a simple 
She's an asshole. Life mannerism or life manner yep. that, um, and then you're like you're going there. So thank you. Like it's just it makes my day feel a little bit better about myself. It's a little a win. Good day. Exactly. In all those little wins, you yep. get a lot of little wins during a day. It's adds a up to a good day. So um, that is my first first segment. Um, if you two got any, you can add one. Um, you're an asshole if. We should build this. As a, we'll, we'll, we'll build, yeah, a, build yeah, yeah. a database. I've actually here. got a list of them that I was going to ask Dane if these people were assholes. So, okay, so, well but I'll just put forward one today. Yeah, one each everywhere. Are you an asshole if you walk behind someone that's already reversing and then get pissed off at the person reversing? Well, how f- well, what are we talking in a car? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was at the shops. I started reversing out of my car bay and this man, I'll call him a man, Started walking behind my car and then goes, oh, got all shitty at me because I kept reversing. It depends. You're on foot, mate. Stop walking behind my reversing car. It depends who depends who started. I was reversing first. Well then, well then, yes, I would suggest wait. Yeah, or go around the front. Yeah, just wait, right? Mm. I'll keep it simple. You don't pick up after your dog. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, very simple. Yeah, that's nice and simple. So what about it? What about if no one's around to see it? No, no, gang. (laughs) That doesn't make it right. It's still there I'm for the a, next person. I'm just, I'm just clarifying. If no one's around to see it, but yes, I'm, I'm an asshole. Quickly, <laughs> uh, we're going to be out of the room soon, so I still got to get math science. So quickly, yeah. Craig Potts, House in Kilda City, shaping up for 2022. Um, yeah, listen, we're looking all right. Um, it'd be nice if we had another couple of. Probably needed one more tall down back. I think we're a bit light down back, but yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll be all right. Um, lost a couple, gained a couple. Fuck knows what happens with all the other sides, but. I think we'll play finals and we'll go from there. All good sometimes. Thoughts on Lockie and Maths. Have you ever seen a bigger dickhead? Lockie? Which, in Maths. Lockie. Which one's Lockie? Which one? I've, I've, Lockie. No, I've, I've drifted off this. this the worst human on the planet's that Olivia, Olivia Bird. Yeah. And you know what? We're talking Are you being about sexist? No, no. She's, oh, she's, a, she's a, a terrible wit. human. <laughs> and you know oh, what? Either, she, either that show is so... I've probably watched the last two weeks of it. No, she's I, probably, I'm inside words. She's, she's probably no. either... The greatest actress on the planet, and just doing this just for fame, or like just playing the heel role really well, which she's done to a T. Or she's the least self-aware person on the planet. She's she's not well. She's a fucking loser. <laughs> she, well, she's not. She, yeah, look, let's not throw names, but no, let's throw names. Speaking of cancer, you know what you should do. Like why what and then I just like search her like the hashtag maths and Olivia. Do you reckon I've said bad things? But you should see what she fucking said yeah. online. Um, yeah, I know she's not a nice human. But speaking of cancel culture, there there is a push at the moment. She, apparently, she's the teacher, and there was an article that came I out ha- yesterday that said there there's a push to get her removed well, from well, her ability to teach children. Absolutely, there's no way I would um, want her. She said she's got no empathy, so she couldn't teach kids about mm-hmm. care enough for others if it's just not inside mm-hmm. her. I would have, if. My kid went to her, was taught by her. I would absolutely say I don't want my kid being taught mm. by her. She's, a She's fucked moron. herself. She's fucked herself. From Jared. But Lockie, I don't even know who. I don't uh, know who Lockie is actually yeah. either. Oh, Sorry. Well, we have to take an eye on that one. From Jared. Uh, they never stop looking, Dane. Why didn't Dane buy a train ticket before the game on Thursday night? <laughs> Had to ask. <laughs> there you go. Well, did I explain myself why I didn't buy it? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, There's you always someone watching. Yeah. Right. Uh, from Bayon, does Swanee like to get pegged? What does that mean? Oh, <laughs> you don't. I like to Do get you? pegged. What Do does you that like mean? It? I don't knock it till you try. Okay. Do you yeah. know what it is, Ralph? Is, is that uh, idle? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with a strap on. Mm. Oh, with a strap on, right. Yes. Okay. Well, I wouldn't let a bloke do it to me. <laughs> You'd you like a female would. to pegged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. mind a female pegged. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah. don't judge. Exactly. Uh, from Dooms. Uh, hi, Swanee. Bringing some lads over to Anzac weekend from South Australia. How do I get us all into the Albion? Great question. Um, just send your name to Ralph again and I'll put you on the list. What a <laughs> bloke. What oh. a, there he is. Uh, from Jordan. Uh, the rumours mm. of Dane playing a game for Niora this year. True. Where's that? Gippsland. Uh well, if 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 the room is there, I would imagine. Um, yeah, th- <coughs> where is it? To look at his calendar. Does he manage his manager send it through to him? Mm, yeah, no. What is it called? Nyora, South Gippsland. While you're looking that up, Dane, Butchie I, Smith Country. I worked a wedding on the weekend, and the lovely couple actually met four years ago at the Albion. So yeah, now now this. Oh, sorry, I should have brought this up. When you when you MC a good friend's wedding, mm. who do you invoice the bride or the groom? 
I, this was a prof- uh, professional job. I didn't know them. Oh, you didn't I, know I also them. Right, MC okay, weddings yeah. as do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know okay. the the bride and groom, so I invoiced the entertainment company. As you do. Mm. That was a poor joke. Uh, I, I, I thought I, you were <laughs> friends. <laughs> can't see it in my calendar, but I, I might have a. I may have the names wrong. From Dewey Guerra, Ralphie, I work in racing. Animo, clearly a brilliant three-year-old. Do you rate him a serious Queen Elizabeth chance? Um, uh, well, I don't get too technical here. But just a little racing term here. Uh, I think it'll piss in. Gamble responsibly. Uh, from Lee, champion data's top five places to visit in Australia. Champion um, data. Champion Data, do you want me to... I Champ- can. What was Champion Data's five top places to Well, visit? listen, I do know the code of Champion Data. If you'd like me to come up with the list... If you'd <laughs> yeah, like that'd me be to great. Champion Data's top five places okay, to I'll visit. Okay, I'll break into their account and I'll come back with it. <laughs> it's a bit of homework. Uh, from Dylan, we'll wind it up here. Um, what's worse, Swanee, catching COVID four times or listening to Ralphie's laugh? <laughs> the latter. <laughs> End of part one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.